0: Welcome to Level Up. I'm Sherelle and I'm Danny. And this is the podcast where we talk about health, fitness, and mindset. So, not yeah. following a program. Programs, you've mm. got to have like a month of the same movements. Mm. Okay. Mm. And I always use the example of someone wanting to learn how to ride a bike. Mm. So, you, you don't just jump on the bike in week one and then go on a scooter in week two, and then week three, a unicycle, you stay on the damn bike to Mm. learn how to ride it.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I think this is something that I sort of thought would have been, I guess, more well known is that a program in itself would last for at least four to six Mm. weeks, like, Mm. you know, a mesocycle. Um, You know, someone asked me the other day, like, Oh, do I have a different program this week? And I was sort of like, oh, okay, like this is still a common myth. So it is really important, like Danny said, that we have um, actually, we give our body a period of time to actually adapt to the skill that we're doing, whether that's a squat or a lateral raise, anything that we do, we need to give our body a chance to adapt to that movement mm. and then we need to allow us to I guess gain strength so then we can progressively overload and get stronger and yeah. get to a period where it's like okay now it's time to change the exercise selection sometimes mm. I could have an exercise in for 12 weeks you know a barbell RDL i would leave it in for ages until I might hit a long plateau and I'm really struggling or I get a little niggle or there's some other sign that I need to sub that out but yeah like you'll run out of exercises if you you just change it all the time
0: yeah that's right and again adherence to the program comes into it and client yeah. expectation so as a coach it's really important that you tell your clients okay this is you know we're going to have a period of i'll just use four weeks Um, And then leave that open for discussion if it is a personalized service, um, Mm. just see how they're going. Hey, do you want an extra week on the program? They might be like, yeah, I'm really loving this. I finally learned all the exercises. So I'm confident enough to push because the first week's normally trial and error. And anyway, they're feeling the way around the gym, feeling out the numbers they need to be lifting and then they can hit it hard and then once the momentum is there, there's no point on oh, new program. Okay, so that communication is really important. Do they need mm. four weeks? Do they need five weeks? Mm. Were they sick for a week? Then I add that on the end there. We don't just go to a new program. Yeah. Um, were they away on holidays? Were they in lockdown? Things like that need to be considered as well. But um, yeah. yeah, stick to the program because then you can learn the movements but then also apply a progressive overload, mm. lift heavier weight. Add some pauses, add a little bit more reps, Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I definitely have some clients on six weeks. Um, last majority would probably be on four, but there's definitely a good handful that find they need those few extra weeks. And whether that's skill acquisition at the start, like those neurological adaptations just taking a bit longer. Yep. The last thing you want to do is like rip the rug out. Week four, they feel like they're just making momentum. Again, like you can leave some like some exercises in vages. And even when we make progressions on an ex on a training block, right, Danny we don't just rip everything out and completely change it we're usually no. altering like a lot of exercise um tempos and and um you know the volume or the intensity so to speak or mm. even the order you know you don't just change everything otherwise no. you got to relearn everything and this is why you just you know there's a lot of shit programs out there i guess
0: yeah 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 definitely and and that i suppose separates us from the entertainment programs you know we do your is your 16 weeks still
1: What's that? 20 weeks, Your programming? Um, usually, yeah, usually 12 to 16. I would have like a specific um, training, I guess, um, goal or focus. There's a plan.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's not just like, okay, four weeks overhaul, four weeks overhaul. It's like from week one to 16, similar movement patterns, but they've progressed over time yeah. Yeah. with little changes here and there. New exercises, get sprinkled in. Mm. But for me, the framework um, of it is very much or the skeleton of it is set in place as Mm. well. Yeah. Mm. But we just progress the client through based on what they need and where they're at in their goals. Yeah. We don't just
1: overhaul after four weeks. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely not. You need to be sticking to a program for long enough to to be able to get to the end result and the goal that you've been doing. Um, And that's another thing as well is like, I feel like if you don't have a program, right, what do you do? You go into the gym and you do things that you're good at. That's what you Mm -hmm. see all the time. People go in, they do, they go, I don't have anything. So I'm just going to do like a lateral raise and you avoid the shit that you need to actually train and get better at um this is why everyone hates lunges you know in my questionnaire it's like what's that what don't you enjoy it's freaking lunges all the time it's like because you don't do enough of them so yeah. like you know we need a lunge until you love them i was gonna um, say do you program them then if they oh 100 <laughs> this is why i'm like i'm not the entertainment joker yeah, I, yeah. We work we're here wait- for break.
0: results yeah
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's fun um that's true um and what what I'll find as well is a lot of people, if they don't have a program, they will they might feel like, oh, they'll add another day or they'll do some extra things here and there <laughs> and they just fluff around. Rather than actually dedicating to a program and having productive, intense volume, they'll just try and outdo themselves. And yeah. usually that just like inhibits recovery and yes. over the long run. This is just why chicks are training six, seven, eight times a week and not seeing progress. And that's infuriating to me.
0: Yeah, you break down, you get sick, you're Mm. poor movement quality. You're not pushing uh, in the sets that you're actually exercising. Okay, so for example, you're training four days a week, I'm five days a week. Uh, We still go for our walks and do very low-level cardio, but we are so religious with our sleep, our recovery, our training, like nutrition around our training because we know we need to set ourselves up for the next training session to go hard and then have a rest. Mm. Respect our bodies, allow it to recover and and rest. Otherwise, yeah, you'll just burn out. Um, Mm. So it's really important just to to pick your days and push in those days. Because if you've got the energy to train seven days a week, you did not train hard enough In your actual training sessions?
1: I just don't. I could never do it. I used to do it, right? And what happens is like volume and intensity is like a seesaw. When one goes up, one must come down. You know, we can't always just be pumping and building volume. So, Mm. this is the difference, right? They show in a lot of like hypertrophy, I guess, research that, you know, you can still build muscle if your volume's up, if your intensity's down, and vice versa. But then, like what you said, Danny, when we look at recoverability on a whole scale, This is why I lean more towards, okay, well, let's work hard. Let's get intensity up. Let's get rid of jump volume. Let's pick the most effective dose Mm. and the most effective exercises. So you can get in, do the work, get out, recover, build a body and support it. Because stress is usually not just, um, you know, impacted from our training. It's usually from everything else. That's where vast majority of our stress in life comes from. So yeah we may not be able to alter a lot of that. You know, you're a night duty, you're a single mom, you know, you might not be able to alter a lot of that other stress. Mm. But what you can do is get rid of all the junk volume, the excess training and all the shit that we do in the gym for fun. Like, sorry, but that's just what I sort of, yeah, lean more towards.
0: Yeah, particularly if you've got a really hands-on job. And I Mm. always would try and get my head around how people like tradies or you know nurses or people who are really hands on even trainers how do you spend eight hours in it like working and then go to the gym Mm. like that just well done everyone or even the people at the office sitting down you've got to take into consideration what you're doing when you're not in the gym too as you said so Mm. to have seven days of training plus your career plus any mental stress that's going on no wonder everyone's burning out no wonder everyone's getting injured and hindering results Mm. you'll find that by pulling back your results will be so much better because you remove that inflammation you remove that stress so yeah just be smart with where you apply yourself in all areas of life
1: yeah and so many women are scared to do that it's Mm. oh Cheryl, i'm scared to drop training and i'm like you know and it's really hard because you're not gonna like if you always do what you've always done, you're not gonna make progress. Mm. You know, and it's I know it's hard sometimes to like cut out all the junk training or drop back from the cardio or even eat more calories. Like I know it's hard to feel like you're you know either doing less or eating more or whatever it might be. But I feel like you've just got to back your coach and back the process and be like, nope, I'm not gonna do more because this is what they do. They'll go to the gym and do yeah. an extra freaking boot camp class and it's just not productive and you just got to stick in that long enough to be able to see the result.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's really important for people to sort of self-reflect on okay well why am I doing this extra class and then Mm. a lot of the reason oh it's the social aspect I really enjoy seeing my friend in the class well cool now that you've worked that out maybe just catch up for coffee or a light walk (laughs) or you know really ask yourself why do I feel like I need to do all these things am Mm. I putting off something around the house Mm. that I'm just getting out there and exercising or why yeah so really try and reflect on why it's so hard to pull back and yes habit is one reason but Mm. That it might also be something else. in most oh. cases it will be.
1: I follow this psychologist on Instagram. I can't remember her handle.
0: Um, oh, you but- always do that. Then I end up with the DMs. What was
1: Sherelle <laughs> talking about? <laughs> I really can't remember That's it. Okay. But I, sh- <laughs> I shared it on my story and she said a lot of people confuse their coping mechanisms with their identity. <gasps>
0: I saw oh, you posted
1: that. Isn't yeah, that, that a- hit me as well, actually. Yeah, same. I was like, mm. athletes, bodybuilders, oh, people yeah. off the gym, like, we're going, Oh, I can't train. I'm going to be fat and lazy. Right. Like they Mm go that yes, exercise, is a resource. It's our coping mechanism. It makes us feel good about ourselves. You know, of course we are the first to admit that we love training. It's a big part of, you know, who we are, but it's not the only thing that we are. And yeah. I think we need to be okay with, okay, well, if things go on the back burner um, or if I'm reducing my training volume, just because Susan says that four days is lazy, <laughs> like That's don't serious. let that Susan, don't <laughs> let that insult like, you know, your identity or who you are. It's not like, these are just, things that we do it's not um don't mistake it for your soul identity
0: yeah yeah definitely and that um that applies to work and everything I Mm. remember someone I was Michelle again because we've spoken about we're both doing the art of noticing and it's really challenging both of us Mm. um and she's been on a few of our episodes for any of the new listeners so take a listen to Michelle's work but Uh, we were exploring parts, parts of us. And she Mm. kind of, this was when I was in the depth of just work and, you know, Dr. Danny and this and that. And she goes, (laughs) oh, this is when I wasn't in a relationship or anything. She's like, Danny, cool. So if you're not that part of you, that work, that high achiever, who are you? And I had no answer. I'm like, I have molded into this part of me, like, Mm. and that was scary. Like, that's heavy stuff. So then it it allowed me to really explore, okay, where's that social side of me gone? Where's the fun side, the relaxed side, the the loving side, the friendship, the partner and all of that. And then that's what really stemmed my transformation and and exploring the other element of my life, getting into relationship, pulling back a little bit on work, moving states. It was magic. Like... Mm. So, yeah, that was my coping mechanism to really identify with that one side. And then it's scary when it's taken away, like in a lockdown or if your job changes or if you lose a partner something like that. But then use that to kind of say, okay, that's just a part of me. What else is there? Mm,
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm. And I think um, firstly, you should be so proud of yourself, Danny, because I have seen that change in you you know, just being more open to, I guess, pulling back and not being so regimented or like Mm -hmm. just challenging who you are. And I think that's, that's really important because when these things get ripped away from us, we can't be feeling empty. We can't be feeling Mm like my only purpose on this world is to serve others. Mm -hmm. You know, we are human beings as well. So, you know, it's important to, to lean into those other areas. And this is why I say like, you want to do another session in the gym? Go for a coffee with a friend. Like, that's yeah. fun. Like, yeah. you can provoke these things in other ways. It doesn't have to be like always doing more.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome.